You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here for the Locked On Nationals podcast. Today it is Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. On the show today, my conversation with Javier Reyes, the host of the Locked On Padres podcast. We cover a whole lot of things. This one's a bit of a longer show. Just a free-flowing conversation about sports right now, about the offseason, about things happening uh, in our world and their effect on sports. And then we talk about the National League specifically. And we also discuss the Padres and the chances that they do end up extending Fernando Tatis Jr. A really interesting conversation there. Enjoyed it. 45 minutes with Javi here. I think you guys are also going to enjoy it as well. Locked On Nationals podcast here today. Joining me from the Locked On Padres podcast it is Javier Reyes. Javi, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. I feel like I've been processing a lot. Uh, I feel like all of us hum- as humans have been processing a lot over the last like week or so. But uh, doing good. Doing good. Some good Padres news, uh, obviously, over the past couple weeks and whatnot. So uh, I'm hanging in there. That's the start of this uh, 2021 year spectacular. Yeah, I mean, I, I I live normally in D.C. and work in D.C. normally. Yeah. I have not been there in months, but, um, you know, so I have friends there and stuff. So those of us who are kind of interested or at, I guess you could say, the intersection of, of sports and everything else going on, uh, our lives are very hectic because I think right yeah. now on, on the sports calendar, like, you know, we talked about this, but the college football, you know, had their championship game uh, last yeah. night and, mm-hmm. you know, the NFL is having their playoffs. Who would have thought it? Alabama won. Wow. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Status <laughs> I'm such quo. A college right? football hater. I know. Right. I'm such a college football hater. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Well, look, we hold on. This, this, well, this is, that's an interesting point because you say that, <laughs> but like baseball, I mean, I know there's, there's outliers, but I, I mean, mm-hmm. For the most part, this sport is is dominated by those who yeah. have those who have, and then those mm-hmm. who have not. There are occasions where they do rise to the top. I mean, the, the the Rays are a good example, but like, you know, it's more often than not, it, it is your Dodgers, right? Those teams who mm-hmm. are willing to spend and teams who are willing to do what the Padres are doing right now that mm-hmm. come out on top. Yeah, at least my only counter would be just like, at least I feel like there's a little bit of a, if owners just wanted to spend more, then that would be not as big of a thing in college football it's like look i don't want to hate too much because i have watched college football games i do like the atmosphere of college it's always been awesome uh, obviously um but i just i love making fun of it's like bro like that's like me winning my fantasy football league because i got the first seven of the first 10 picks like i got to make (laughs) the first seven draft picks it's like look man I wouldn't leave. Look, I'm not. I'm not one of those people who's gonna call Saban a coward or anything like that because he just gets <laughs> all the best recruits. I'm not saying that, but I will say like, hey, if I was him, I would stay at Alabama. Like, are you kidding me? He's practically yeah. the governor of that state right now. Uh, shoot, uh, maybe he should be the governor. Yeah, but um, knowing that state, it wouldn't be too hard, yeah. right? I mean, knowing that Tommy yeah, Tuberville is one of their senators, so yeah, it wouldn't be too <laughs> difficult. I mean, it he coached a better, shitty actually. Auburn team, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> somehow he won the. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's like people oh, forgot what he who he was when he was coaching there. But no, it's yeah. I mean, I think I'm totally you're totally on there. And the issue with college football really is that like, real this is actually how it works. There there are ten, technically ten to fourteen teams who could actually win the championship right mm-hmm. just if you look at every single team that has been in the playoff or has been has competed for a championship in the playoff era they all have a certain there's a certain threshold of five-star recruits that they have yeah and mm-hmm. 
you know, I think baseball in a, in a sense is not just like that, but look like, you know, you're, you'll find you'll get, you got a Royals, you know what I mean? You, you got a Royals mm-hmm. in there and, and things came together and it was yeah. perfect for them. But more often than not, you are going to get, you know, this year we had the Dodgers who should have won a championship by this year, right? By all, mm-hmm. you know, by the roster and everything like that, they should have had a championship by this year. You know, you, you look at the, you know, you look at the championship series. I mean, the Astros have been there before the Rays are the low team, but right they're, they're just the best run organization, maybe in all of professional sports. And then on the other side, you have the Braves machine, and then you have the Dodgers machine. So, yeah. you know, more often than not, you're going to get the results. And look, yeah. it's, there's some higher variance in who wins, I guess. Mm-hmm. But in the end of the day, it's going to be one of the big dogs normally. Yeah. It's probably the one that probably has out of every league. It feels like football, like professional football, the NFL is probably the one sport where, it has the highest level of you really don't know who the heck's going to win. Yeah, I know we have the Pats, but like if you just look at the totality of the sport, even minus the Pats, like it's, I mean, look at the 49ers. They go to Super last year. This year they're like seven, nine. I know that wasn't all their fault, but yeah. football is the truly most open sport we have. The NBA, the fun part about the, now this is the funny part. I make it fun of college football for being predictable. It's like the NBA, it's like, it's very rare that if you don't just look at who the roster is that you right. You have to have two of the 10 best players in the league yeah. to win. Yes. Um, but I will say with the NBA, my enjoyment about the NBA rarely these days comes from just being like, Oh, who's going to win? No, nah, it's like right. all the little stuff in between. Yes. And whatnot. So this is, we're getting into semantics of college. No, it's, it's fine. Uh, it's the uh, off it season. Fun. It's this fun. is yeah, the yeah. off season. This is what we <laughs> talk about right now. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great. You know, maybe if I, if I have this on my podcast, the Padres fans can yell at me again for talking about football. Uh, but still, it's it's very what are they hard? So my question to those fans is, what do you want us to do? Like, so I think because this was a thing over Twitter over the weekend that I kind of addressed myself a little bit. It sounds like people are just the, the San Diego fans. They hate the the Chargers, which which I understand. Um, I get that. Yes. Yeah, I do get that. I was if I ever was going to leave the Chargers, it was around when they left because I was just like, this is. This is dumb, but I have too much of attachment to the team throughout literally my whole life. I'm like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, what other team am I going to go to? The Rams? Uh, so it was very I, – I understand that perspective of it, but I don't know. The guy who tweeted at me kind of like, you've been complaining about the podcast from the beginning. You said, why are you complaining about Chris Paddock? I'm like, maybe because he's bad right right now. <laughs> right now, that might be why. He gave up like nine runs to the Cardinals who hit one home run, I'm pretty sure, all year, and it was Goldschmidt. Uh, and then he's giving up like all these reds of like, yeah, I was worried about it for this year. Oh, what a, what a, what a terrible take. Sorry. I don't suck <laughs> up to the sheriff. You know what I mean? Uh, and that on top of that, it just being, I think I, I do get that part of it, but I was yeah. like, hey, man, like, look, it's my team. It's wildcard weekend. I still like the chargers. And if you really hate them that much, then hey, it's okay. If you pass on this it, one, it's just a bonus. You, you know, know, it's, fu- it's funny. Cause I, so I'm a fan of the, of the Washington football team and <laughs> I sympathize with the with the the Chargers fans because I, a lot of your anxiety, a lot of your anxiety, a lot of your angst comes from the ownership, right? I mean, yeah. I believe it's still the Spanos family or whoever the hell is right. That's correct. It is one of the Spanoses. I yeah, guess, I'm pretty sure. It. Yeah, Dean. Yeah. Good old yeah. Dean. Dean. Yeah, everybody hates him. And like, I understand that. I'm Dan Fender as well too. I'm like you. I can't just you know just that attachment doesn't just disappear, right? I mean, that's you know, it's mm. not how it not how it works. And you know. I like I actually earlier today before I was talking to you, I was interviewing uh, um, uh, the host of the Locked On Capitals podcast, and you know it's it's always good to get hey the Capitals season starts on Thursday, and like yeah, yeah. you had more action than anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's oh, off yeah. season, but really in the end of the day, like how much can you talk about it? 
Yeah, I mean, like, look, hey guys, I, they're I, here. Uh, they're here. You got to see if they're going to acclimate or not. Like they haven't pitched a ball. Have, they mean, haven't even gotten to spring training yet. I mean, I'm going to keep talking about it. I have so many podcasts still at the bank with like the Diamondbacks, Miller Thomas of the Diamondbacks, uh, Jeff Carr of Lockdown Indians. Like I've got all of this stuff in the in the bank. Believe me, there's still stuff to come. But it's, mm-hmm. I guess my biggest thing was like, all right, yeah, no problem. Next time I'll have on all the other Lockdown hosts from the San Diego Pro teams. Hey, breaking <laughs> news. There's no other San Diego, San Diego. Do you want me to talk to the <laughs> yeah. San Diego, like the AAA the, affiliate? San Diego I mean, State, I will, hey, Aztecs, will San Diego uh, State. San Diego State football of, and yeah, basketball? Yeah, San Diego State, but in terms of locked on, I haven't really seen uh, too much of that. Unless I'm missing something. Unless there's a San Diego State University uh, locked on host. Please, locked uh, on Aztecs. On yeah, locked on Aztecs. Um, I'll do that next time when there's, I don't know, college football or they're relevant at all. Uh, I guess college basketball, they're more uh, interesting. And shout out, shout out Kawhi, the, the homie. Yeah, um, he's San Diego yeah, State, man, yes. But yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, still, been, it's still been really fun. Uh, covering the team i mean i really am lucky i've been talking to some people where it's just like how did you stumble into this and you were you were yankees fan and i was like yeah uh that started slowly going away years ago and i'd been kind of looking for a way out and then 2015 happens they you know i guess probably before he mastered dark magic he was still like tempering the waters right he's still trying the whole let me trade for everybody i think does matt camp and and uh and will myers and justin upton and it's like those are good players but they're the splits weren't right and it just wasn't a team it was more of a fantasy type of thing right mm-hmm. and then you look at 20 and that, but i got interested in them that's why i started following them especially because one of my friends is from san diego and i was like the padres what the, who do they think they are and then basically every year since then with maybe the exception of the right year right after they had to recover a little bit they've been making all these signings you know they bring in eric hosmer which you know eric hosmer and then they bring in machado and then tatis becomes the savior of baseball. So it's been this slow buildup of the Padres going from uh, like a joke uh, in the grand scheme of the sport, like just kind of this team that's extremely bad. Everett Cabrera is who we're hoping for Seth Smith to break out. And then it's like, oh, you guys are one of the World Series favorites for next year. <laughs> so it's uh, it's definitely been fun. I have not been part of it. This isn't like, you know, if you watch an entire anime, if you watch Naruto and you only start watching like the very end, you're like, how did he? Oh, yeah, he's super strong. Why? Why? What are you people talking about? It's like, yeah, well, if you watch from the very beginning, right. man, then you understand how crazy this is and how long we've been waiting for this. Uh, so I don't quite get it from that perspective, but I do understand, you know, it's it's nuts. And it's genuinely just been so fun to watch. You can ask all my friends. I lose my mind watching them. I remember just early games with the Rockies and Kirby Yates blowing games and then all of a sudden they have Trevor Rosenthal and all these guys. And uh, it's kind of crazy that it's we're in this point in baseball where the teams that are doing a lot right now are competitive teams, but it's just teams who want to spend. And it's kind of now that's one thing baseball definitely has where it's like, that's unique. I think to its sport versus the NBA and football where playoff teams are just deciding not to get better, which is very interesting interesting is the most generous the opposite way of the nba where like yeah, the NBA, it's not inconceivable that if the timberwolves started getting some star players and look good that they can recruit some people in baseball it's like the Cleveland Indians were in the playoffs this year. They have one of the best. Well, they've been doing baseball. this for years too. Yeah, like this isn't new. Like they're, they're and they're and they're always competitive. They doesn't matter who who leaves the team, they're mm-hmm. competitive because to be honest, I mean they're they're very good at developing talent. Whether it be pitching talent or obviously you know, fielding, I mean, like, you know, position player talent, 
like they're good at developing talent. And that's why yeah. the Rays just get, they get pillaged, whether it be front office or, you know, they just don't resign guys every yeah. off season. And, and they're still a very competitive, I mean, a bunch of, no, and like when I say nobodies, I mean, I've, you know, obviously I do a podcast you now three to five days a week. <laughs> I, I, there are some guys, I did not know who they were playing in the world series this year. Going to be oh, totally yeah, honest with you. With Tampa. I don't think, I think Tampa had like, yeah, we had a Rosarita who broke out, but for the most part, yeah, I can't really. I think people who knew who Blake Snell was, I think people. I knew Mike Zanino because I, I remember Mike Zanino yeah, from playing at Florida. Mm-hmm. So I remember him. I remember him in, in college. Um, I'm trying. I mean, like, it's <laughs> who else? Let's see. Uh, G Man Choi was fun. Like, it was yeah, fun thing it was fun. I'm forgetting some of the players already. There's second. Charlie Morton, there. we knew. And yeah. then obviously, Glasnow from, you know, Glasnow obviously is just like, you know, this just looks like Hercules out there. And then I would think uh, Peter Fairbanks, I knew because he went to Missouri. That's where I went. So, I, you know, I, you could piece mm-hmm. some of the stuff together. But, but really, like that, you know, that is. You know, and it's it's just so funny the way team construction goes. And I, here's here's the problem is that the pandemic gave way too many teams excuses on yeah, not getting better. That's a great point. Yeah. And I have I have a problem with like there's two schools of thought here. One, you own a team because like I think you should own a team if you can only support it and help it get better. Like you should not like the team shouldn't be your business. Because if you do, because there are too many people invested in teams for you to run it like a business to maximize profits all the time, because then you're not getting the most out of them for the people who are interested in the team. Like, I I just think it's like, it's okay if you run like a business sometimes. I'm not saying go, you know, buck wild and spend money all the time. But like what the Phillies are doing right now is malpractice, in my opinion. Like what they're doing is just completely it's it's unfair to their fan. And I don't like Phillies fans at all. It's completely unfair to their fan base. (laughs) <laughs> it's not right. It's it, it's not right from a team building. I mean, they just signed Bryce Harper, and then they're trying to trade Zach Wheeler, and they're refusing to re-sign J- uh, JT Real Muto, who they just traded their top prospect for, who's been pitching against them now for the Marlins. Like it's yeah. not that hard. You can't let him walk. Make the right decision, and they can't because they're trying to run the thing like a business. Yeah, and it's like and here's my counter, but not counter, but my other add-on to that is: Are we sure they're even running it like a right business? I mean, they are. These people are you know mischievous people behind the scenes but it's like all right you're gonna lose profits for this year wow that's never happened before in the world of business did you know that right when you lose profits you immediately sell the company and it's over yeah then you get into like a blockbuster situation right like it doesn't like i I've, i haven't understand that point it's like bro everyone's business is, is down right now i don't know right. if you've heard you know what i mean that map behind you right now that we're talking about that whole thing there's a lot of infections all over that the world right now you know like there's well i mean you don't close spots. a restaurant you know, it's it's like you know if you know you're gonna take a losses for a month you don't close the restaurant down yeah you, you know just, I mean? like you, you can't do it, it it's yeah. it's it's not how it's, it works that's very silly and also yes i 100 dude i can't stand the philly fans they're just and look literally one of my best friends is a philly fan i just can't take it anymore man you know i can't take it anymore the look they're very funny Uh, that that they they do have a good sense of humor sometimes when it comes to their teams they do support but i mean man these people will (laughs) blindly follow whatever they think is the right i remember getting yelled at by my friend for about carson Wentz years ago and or more importantly ben simmons where I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying why well, I'm watching you know, a playoff game and you know it's really interesting. Best player. Yeah, it's it's, it's super but... it's super interesting because you mentioned this since I just have to bring this up is that they were happier when the team sucked. 
<laughs> like they're like, this is awesome. We've yeah, got, yeah, you know, yeah. we've got, uh, we've got, you know, we've got J- the world, man. J- Jakar <laughs> Sampson's out there playing 30 minutes a game. This is Rashawn Holmes. And then, you know, and you know, they're like, this is, ah, you know, so many picks, Michael Carter Williams, we traded him. And then it's like, yeah. we're good now. And they're like, this is awful. Embiid yeah, yeah. is out of shape. Simmons can't shoot. <laughs> Tobias Harris is overpaid. You know, it's uh, Shake Milton. Oh we need Tyrese Maxey. And it's like, you guys were so much better off when you're like, ah, oh, we won 12 games this year. Wasn't that great? It's, the Jets were kind of like that for a little bit too. Yeah. They were this lovable, not lovable, but like you felt for them. It, it's kind of got that, they got that Knicks thing going where a lot of fun fans are part of the New York fan base, obviously, that they stick. And then right when that, friggin fraudulent toad i don't even know what to call this man rex ride comes in and says every team is garbage and the jets fans are like yeah yeah disrespecting everybody in the league and then immediately when they get back they're like oh no 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 leave us alone, leave us alone. yeah we, know we yeah. suck you don't have to insult us. i'm like no no no, that's not how it works yeah, no, you, you have, get, you have to own it now you have to own yeah, it now you have to own it um and yeah with ben simmons i just remember just like i remember my friend literally yelled at me because i was just like I'm sorry. I think it might be a potential issue that this superstar player of yours, that teams are leaving him wide open for 14 feet. I don't know. I don't know much about basketball, but I'm just saying it might be a problem at a playoff game for that to be. Happening. No, and they're crazy. And they'll, they'll tell you about 2008. Like 2008 World Series, to them is 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 just it, you know, it's the end all. Be it's, it's the only and World the Series that ever that ever occurred. Um, yeah, and, and Philly right now is a weird team because they've they're like one of those high end. Uh, what's it called? That they're they don't have like the depth they have like really great top players, but then nothing in between where it's like, yeah, you got Harper and well, Rhea Moons is a free agent, which I keep forgetting. We haven't even gotten the team. You know how like in, in MLB free agency, there's always like the, this team is interested. It's like, wow, cool. You know what? I'm interested in buying a house too someday. Yeah. Wow, fascinating, yeah. <laughs> right. But then it's like, I haven't even seen like any, like blank is interested in JT Robita. Like the nationals, seem the nationals were interested nationals? in him. Okay. That, okay. And we so got one, well, it was, it was, you know, at the, the, for you. at the beginning of the off season, you know, the conversation topic was, you know, and I've been saying this a bunch. Look, I don't think JT Real Muto leads the division because the Mets had a catcher need and they filled it with James McCann. Mm-hmm. The Phillies obviously should re-sign him and the Nationals lost Kurt Suzuki. They had Jan Gomes and they should, and they should go. They need to also protection in the lineup. And it makes a lot of sense. And so I didn't think he would leave the division. Um, and look, I think the Nats are, you know, with, like what you're saying with the way the Phillies have treated this, the Nats can still play the waiting game. Like there's no heat yeah. on them right now to go after JT Real Muto. And I think for the Phillies who are a team that was trending in the right direction this offseason, they're now trending downwards. And the pro and this is this kind of leads me to my the big kind of thing I want to talk about is, you know, when it comes to the National East, you got to compete with the Braves. And that's what the Mets yeah. are doing, right? The, the Mets can, you know, they can say everything they want oh, yeah. about, hey, we think we're the favorites. And, you know, if they could say they're the favorites in the National League. You know, the problem is you got to beat the Braves first because the Braves is the team you play the most. They're a team that's won your division back to back years. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not sure how many row it is, back to back years. And so for me, it's like, you know, it's funny because you're, you're doing a podcast for a team that's saying, we have to beat the Dodgers. And I'm doing yeah. the one that says, we have to beat the Braves, right? And so I think right. it's funny how, uh, you know, you think about that, how each one of those teams, that's their goal. And then you kind of take a broader view. The, they're like the four of the best five teams are in the National League. Yeah. The, the, the Padres, the Dodgers, the Braves, and the Mets are, I think, the four of the best teams. And I actually, I don't think there's an American League team that's better than any of those four. Yeah, I mean, especially when you take into account the Rays have basically not done anything but get worse 
theoretically. I know that. And the, the Astros are letting Springer walk. I mean, so the Astros, yeah. the other team mm-hmm. losing the championship series last year, they'll let him walk. Have the Yankees gotten a whole lot better yet either? I mean, the Yankees, I might say, is the fifth team. I think if we're doing, they top are the. Five, that, I think, what, I think they're the fifth. fifth. But but what yeah. what can they say? You know, we are well, better they have than the their Nets. bad stuff too because they might lose DJ LeBehu because and you know the whole disgruntled reports are coming out. It's but you're right. It's very top heavy with the NL right now where just some of the best teams are there and I don't know exactly what's going to happen. Hey, with the Nationals, it's like have they made the move to end all moves? Not necessarily, but at least it feels like they're they're taking flyers on guys. They're trading for Josh Bell, who I know other people in the locked on uh, group chat were not very high on. They think he stinks. <laughs> and then, well, this is this we have to understand. <laughs> this this team just refused to drive runs in any capacity yeah. last mm-hmm. year, and so it's like what they needed was guys. It's just like look, it's a two one game, seventh inning. Scherzer's pitch well. They're stranded ten guys on base. Yeah. I just need Josh Bell to put one in the parking lot. Yeah. And like it's fine. That's what and that's what they're getting that. And I mean, I wouldn't have gotten two guys who did that. Yeah. And they got Schwarber and Josh Bell. I'm not sure. I was the Schwarber move. <laughs> yeah, the, the Schwarber move. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna put him in left center field, like in, yeah. in the little league. Um, but you know, I think for the Nationals, like as bad as they were last year, you know, that's another team that they're they're pretty close. Mm. And you know, this you know, they've got two of the ten best players in the National League. In Trey Turner and Juan Soto, I don't think there's any debate about that. I really do believe those position players, Trey and Trey and uh, Trey uh, you know, my hair always yeah, stands awesome. up when I hear that name. Oh man, oh, oh. Well. hey, I, yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, it does happen. Um, and he's fantastic. And Juan Soto, I mean, you can make the argument he's the best hitter in baseball. Like there is yeah, definitely an he's argument probably he's like, the best hitter in baseball. I don't think he, I don't think anyone thinks he's the best player because the defense. There's some defensive stats. Yeah, that great yeah, no, there's. You know, um, but no. just as a pure hitter, the guy's hitting like three forty practically. I don't even remember what he hit this year, and his on base is incredible. He's kind of like Harper in that sense, where he's just an unbelievable plate plate uh, presence. Um, but yeah, yeah it's just the way he's unreal. getting he's better though too. is yeah, yeah the, he he took the step in a way that Harper didn't like, I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest last year. If he, you know, if he, if he doesn't have the false positive COVID test missed eight games in the season, yeah. that pace he was on, he's the MVP. Yeah. I know their team didn't win, but I mean, I mean, you look at the guys around him. Mm-hmm. It was, it was bad. Yeah, It was, and, it was tough for the nationals last year. They had a, a little bit of a world series hangover, but they, I do respect that the nationals are still they're They're clearly going to like try, you know, and there's, there's other to. teams that, they it's have like, to. Uh, yeah, they have to. Like, you got to go for it. And man. I think if you want a fifth team in the National League, I think the Nats are it because the Cubs are <laughs> the Cubs are blowing yeah, it the up, Cubs baby. are just having a fire sale, man. They're yeah, like, the Cubs are blowing it up. They're blowing it all up. And it's it's hilarious. I've mentioned this a few times, Javi. But the fact mm-hmm. that, you know, after that 2016 World Series, we're all like, yeah. not, only is, not only is Chicago here, they're here Dynasty. to stay. They're here to stay. Yeah. And it has just been uh, a tire fire. And yeah. I mean, talk about acrimony, like like the Sixers fans and, and Philly fans. Same thing there. Like those fans have been miserable the last couple of yep. years. Yep. I mean, they yep. have been absolutely <laughs> miserable. And I feel because because Midwesterners, you know, I went to school in the Midwest. They're excellent people, excellent, top notch <laughs> people. And they don't deserve this because they're like they just had expectations. Like, yeah, you can pump our chests out a little bit, a little bit. It 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 uh it didn't work out for them in the way that they, in the way that they thought it. And so, you know, I think if you look at the national league as a whole, like that, if you want a fifth team that can make things interesting, it's the Nats. And also too, Mm -hmm. if I, if I am the Braves, if I am the Mets and if I am the Padres, 
the Nats are a team that I don't want to see in the playoffs because they've been there before. And mm-hmm. whether you like it or not, they're full of excellent players who have mm-hmm. won. So Scherzer, mm-hmm. Strasburg, Corbin, mm-hmm. um, Soto, Turner are five guys who are essential to a championship team. And they're all still, and they're all st- still very good. And they're all still on the team. And I think that's the benefit that only the Dodgers out of those teams can say they've been there before. Yeah. And that's where like, you know, the analytics junkies will probably get out of you for that and be like, Oh, those are, it's like, no, that I actually stuff matters. believe at some stop. point. That stuff yeah. matters at some point. It does matter at some point. And look, the Nationals for years were kind of like the Dodgers in a sense where they just kept making the playoffs and then 100%. immediately um, in a lot of ways, but they finally broke through hilariously enough. In my opinion, the one year out of the last like seven or eight, that people weren't projected that, you know what I mean? Like there's been so many years where like sports illustrated covers, they're the best team. At the Mets, the and Mets then, in the early 2000s. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, finally they won it all. Despite the fact that nobody, this was, people were like, yeah, they'll be good. They'll be it, was, it, was it was the year Bryce left. Yeah. It's the year Bryce leaves and Strasburg didn't pitch this year, right? No, he would. Yeah. Yeah. He had yeah, surgery. He didn't pitch he's, there, so yeah, he'll he be there. back. Yeah. This is a team that if you're like a betting person or whatever, maybe oh, you look the, at like the over under for the, the nationals this yeah. year and you say, look, I think people are soured on them a tiny bit. Um, assuming they don't make any more um, like major acquisitions with, which I think they're not really done know. though. They have, they need a fourth pitcher and then they need, which hey, actually I wanna, the Padres are done, man. Who knows? Yeah. Well, that's this what I want to ask you. <laughs> well, the one thing, one thing I want to bring up too is, is the analytics junkies can get at me, but whether they want to, I'm sure they've got some great points. But like after the yeah. Nats beat the, beat the Dodgers, and I always say this, I was like, yeah, the Cardinals series don't even play it because they're but they're going to thump them. Like they, yeah. the the Nats finally got over a hurdle, and I was yeah. like, the only team that could stop them is the Astros. The Cardinals yeah. ain't going to stop this this train, and they no, they, they rolled them. That. Four games. Completely it was it was it was them. over. Completely rolled um, them. And so that's that's why you know like momentum and stuff. It it matters. It freaking yeah. like those things do matter. Now I'll ask you about the we mentioned the acquisitions mm-hmm. because the problem I have in 2021 is you know no Mike Clevenger. So while your yeah. rotation has been bolstered, I know they've got some guys that they like. I I don't know if it's complete. Is that fair to say? Is the rotation complete? Do you think? Because Chris actually, Paddock has not been, like you said, Chris Paddock. I actually am going to say, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to be a little mean. I actually do think. Uh, All right. I do th- okay. So here's so here's the thing, right? It's no rotations untouchable or anything like that, right? Right. I just think that the assumption that the Dodgers' rotation is perfect and so much better is a little bit mistaken. I mean, Bueller did struggle a little bit this year. Um, I know that they got guys like Gonson. They're still amazing. I'm not trying to rip the Dodgers on this podcast. I assume. You know, there's going to be plenty of time for that later. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't like ripping the Dodgers. It just seems like I'm punching way too high up. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, they're, they're better. But I look at it from this perspective where it's like you bring in Snell, you bring in Darvish, big game kind of guys right there, right? Then you have to Nelson Lament, who I don't trust that he's healthy. I know every single sign has been that he's healthy. He's going to be back borderline like Cy Young Canada this year. Uh, he broke out. He was great. And I got that one right. So all the Padres fans that hey, on me, I was really excited about him and he was awesome. That slider is holy goddamn. Um, and then you have in your fourth spot, like you said, you probably have Chris Paddock. And then in the fifth spot is a little weird. That's where it's maybe you could argue it's a little bit incomplete, where it's probably a mixture between maybe even Ryan Weathers, Adrian Monahon, who's pretty good. And then top pitching prospect in baseball by Kedzie Gore. So that's the wild card factor for the Padres right now is how far along is Gore? Can he make an impact immediately? 
that you're asking a lot. The kid is like 22 and or 21, maybe I forgot how old he is. Um, hasn't really pitched at higher, like, you know, um, minor league levels. So that's going to be a big ask. Who knows? Could make the jump. I'm pretty sure Lindor or Correa at one point just skipped up. No, granted, those are batters, but they like skipped a whole triple A thing entirely. So you never mm-hmm. know. But um, Paddock, look, the way I see it is if Paddock's your fourth guy, I'm absolutely I was I was out on Paddock for this past season. I was like, that fastball's too straight. More coming up from my conversation with Javier Reyes in just a second. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Are you all ready for the NFL playoffs? What about the NHL season that's beginning right now as well? MLB is coming up here pretty soon. Find all that stuff at the only place we trust, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, for your 50% welcome bonus. Once again, NFL playoffs now is in the uh, divisional round. Uh, college football just ended, but you can find some futures there. MLB futures, NHL futures, uh, daily lines for everything that is happening right now. EuroLeague, if you're into that as well. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today's show is also brought to you by rockauto.com. For the best prices on parts for your vehicle, go to rockauto.com. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so you know what we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Also, make sure you guys check out the Locked On MLB podcast over there. Sully's got you uh, covered as we head towards the 2021 MLB season. The offseason's not done yet. I guess that's the one nice thing, right? The MLB offseason is not done and the season is, is fast approaching. So that's cool. And, and go check out uh, Paul Francis Sullivan. Uh, we just call him Sully. But yeah, you go check out his show. It's uh, every day he is doing a show over there, getting you ready for the 2021 MLB, uh, MLB season. So go check that out wherever you get your podcast. All right, back to my conversation with Javier Reyes of Locked On Padres. Um, he was he was also out. He was also work. out in this past season. It appears as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, he was too. Um, <laughs> yeah. The curveball just while it's it's cute to see him like experimenting is clearly not refined well enough. But the numbers on Paddock for his changeup are still really good. That's still one of the better changeups in baseball, and people still can hit that. I think it became a thing where people were just waiting on it. They're like, whatever. Find out when he throws the changeup. However, baseball hitters are doing that, and then you'll be fine. And then you just wait for him to finally throw that baseball, that fastball, because it's too straight. So if he's your fourth guy, though, I am more than willing to be like, let's be optimistic that he's going to regression to the mean. And as a fourth starter, it can still be pretty good. And also, I would want if they can maybe take flyer Corey Kluber. I would abide uh, a guy like Jake Odorizzi is who also I was hoping for. I, I, Otherwise, it's so funny. Everybody I talk to keeps mentioning those names. Everybody's, everybody's oh, really? yeah. Everybody who needs a picture is like, oh, <laughs> Kluber and Odorizzi, those two guys are out there. And it's I mean, like. It's just- I just, 
It appears if that all 30 teams are interested in them, too. If you could get the cheap two-year deals Well, that's, deals that's what's going to happen. It's what's going to happen because, I, I mean, the longer the offseason goes and we approach, mm-hmm. you know, camp, these guys need need to find a home. Yeah. And, look, there's a reason why, you know, uh, the Cardinals love Colton Wong. They, yeah. dec- they love him. They declined his option. Why? Because they know they can get him for cheaper. Yeah. And that is the reality. A lot of these guys – and I know Kluber uh, was talking to somebody yesterday from the Nats Blog District on deck, and he said – Kluber's got a he's got a bullpen. A lot of people are going to go come and watch, and so I think a lot of teams are going to be in on that. And, and I, I, you know, I think there is a possibility that with this waiting game, mm-hmm. there one of two things will happen: the market will, you know, the 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 dollar value will go down, which is probably the most likely one. Or what you could have is the, all right, as soon as one team kind of makes that push, everybody's everybody else is like, time for us to push too, and there's a yeah. chance that you could drive that price back up again. Is that that makes that sense? That could happen. Yeah, it's I don't. Like when, I don't know though. I don't. But but for a guy like uh, Kluber mm-hmm. and Odorizzi, those two seem like candidates where I could actually see the latter happening, where that price yeah, gets I driven have, up because a bunch of teams start. You know, say, Howard, oh, it's, it's February. You know, we got we got to finish up the rotation. Yeah, I like chatter. that perspective. That once the first like free agent domino starts falling, everyone else. So it's like when you're in your fantasy draft and then you see someone finally take a quarterback, and you're like, uh oh. Is the run on quarterback going to yeah. happen? Well, it's, it's, no, it's, it's, the NFL, yeah. it's, it's the NFL run on wide receivers. I mean, it's like, okay, CD <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. Lamb's gone. CD Lamb's gone. Time to go, 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 go. Yeah, everybody starts losing their minds. Yeah, which is um, it's a good comp I for I think it. it's, it's interesting. Look, the Padres, if, they, if you told me they weren't making other moves – I would be very, very, very happy. Like, it's just still unbelievable. Those 24 hours were some of the craziest, I think, uh, that I've seen in Padres history, for one, and just in the baseball in terms of Mm -hmm. acquisitions and, like, in years. So I would be happy with that. But in terms of just – they need to just refine their team a tiny bit. If you can get, like, some other starting pitcher, just in case Gore uh, isn't ready and you really don't want to put him out there and maybe you don't – you want Monahon to be more in the bullpen, which is fine. He was good in the bullpen uh, for us. I don't want to assume that he's a starter now or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And if that's how you feel, then that's cool. Because Gore is still – he's the lottery ticket. If that guy hits, then their rotation is potentially, like, all time, basically, right? Um, But – you know, you have to see also Darvish is a little bit old. So if you could get a guy like Darvish or not like Darvish, like Odorizzi, like Kluber, to just refine the rotation, feel a little bit more solidified in that respect, then you'd be good. And in terms of the rest of what the Padres need, I know you didn't ask, but just to be like, God, yeah. look, it's so funny. Like what I did like a off season list, right? Here's what I did, Josh. And I did it where I was talking to Santa Claus, which was myself doing a Santa Claus voice. Mm-hmm. And it was really silly and really ridiculous. And I love how like, my top, like my eight wish list items. I think I did eight. Uh, looking back, it's just, it's completely been blown out of the water. It's just completely ridiculous. I'm like, the one thing I, I don't want them to sign Trevor Bauer. I want Odorizzi and Kluber. I want Brad Miller as just a great, like, kind of minor. Little, I know he's not necessarily like this star or anything like that, but add a little bit of depth. He can play multiple positions, can play the outfield. Right. That's one uh, problem that the Padres had last year where it's l- lack of depth in the outfield. It didn't hurt them last year. Because Grisham wins the gold glove and Cronenworth breaks out. So you get to move profile to left field and all that stuff, right? Um, Myers doesn't get too many balls hit to hit his way. Um, but for the most part, I think they just need to refine the edges. Now, that's the funny thing, man. AJ Preller, I, I can't stress enough. He is a black level 99 mage. This man could do anything at any moment. The big rumor going on right now is that they're looking to extend Tatis, which, yeah. Um, he said he's undecided. He's he's smart. He's undecided. Yeah, because that what, what that that deal they offered him is not big enough. 
It's not big enough. It, it it's still it, the thing. It's is big that enough it's for big. him the baseball player. It's not yeah. big enough for him as because you saw what Bryce got, mm-hmm. and Bryce is not being paid as a baseball player. If you look mm-hmm. at his performance relative to what he is paid, uh, I do not believe that his performance justifies the payment. What justifies Bryce Harper is the fact that when you have thirty thousand people, forty thousand people in the stands, and you know fifteen thousand are wearing jerseys, you can bet your ass that ten thousand of those people are wearing Bryce Harper jerseys. Yeah. Right, and he's, he's got on the that billboard. Factor, yeah. so he, and that's, that's Tata, I mean, Tatis, for as good as Bryce is, and for as as good as as he is, the Bryce is the. I mean, and I don't mean to bring race in this, but I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Bryce is kind of the white version of like you know, white. The, he is the white poster boy of baseball. No, I, agree. I agree. Tatis is the Latin version of that, and mm-hmm. there is a certain. I, I think there's a certain appeal of that to both. Latino audiences and to a white audience, right? The like, you know, the Latino, like the Latino flair type deal thing. <laughs> too, and like white people are like, ooh, he's got, you know, he's got charisma. Yeah, Latino, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then there's people who are, you know, people who are like, you know, Latino people who obviously, you know, that's, I didn't even identify with that. And obviously yeah. he's got the name Tatis. He's got the name Tatis. It's, he's a complete package. Also, he's, he's a handsome package, guy. Yeah. He's a handsome guy who's... Yeah, man, he's killing it. Yeah. <laughs> he's killing he's, it. He's got everything going for him. So That's I would say what, no, too. He is right. Say yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I think the way I look at it is it all depends on what he wants, right? Because another part of the, the reports are that he might be wanting a shorter deal worth a little bit less. So like $200 million, but instead of it being 11 years, I don't know, maybe it's like six or whatever. That actually makes a lot of sense because then that yes. would make him be like 28 which I wouldn't mind, by the way, if oh, they did yeah. that. I wouldn't mind that. Then he's 28, and he's basically ends up just being like every other major free agent that baseball has had, where it's like he could still get that Bryce Harper deal. He could still get like another right. big deal. Wait for the market to adjust and for him to, you know, when prices go up and all that stuff, and all of a sudden someone gives him like $500 million. Who knows where we are six years from now, right? right. So I actually think that makes more sense for him. Um, that's what I would do if I were him. Uh, but either way, the idea of locking up Tatis for – us what should be the, the young point of his career he's still the new thing but you're right the biggest thing about this is that people have to understand is it's yes it's the baseball player but this is something that baseball has been seeking i don't know about you but i'm seeing like commercials on him i forget what that one commercial is that he's doing right yes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yes like, yes he is yeah i know what i'm talking about i don't know what it's for but i yeah. know he's in it which yeah, is yeah. which obviously is like you know it's he's i wrote about this for shout out baseball fyi really great site um uh, i wrote about like you know gotta have Tatis on the on the cover of MLB the show next year it just it must be done yeah if you guys don't do this you're fools I do think though with commercials like that the Adidas commercial that was like a couple a couple months ago back in like November where it's like making fun of old predominantly white baseball fans being like oh that's not how you play the game mm-hmm. and all that stuff I do think there's something about MLB inner circles and at least advertising companies that are realizing we're going to do with this guy what we either didn't do or we didn't want to do or couldn't do with Mike Trout because Mike Trout and that's more power to him. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. To, it's okay. Yes. And that's, but, that's, that's the part I hated about that is that it's not fair because Mike him. Trout just wanted to be a dude from New Jersey who plays baseball. Yeah. That, that's who Mike Trout wants to be. It just so happens that he's the best player that I've ever seen in my entire life. And that's who he wanted to be. And that's going to end up, he's, he's going to, I mean, he's going to make less money in his entire career than Bryce Harper does. Mm-hmm. And Fernando Tatis does. And I, you know what? I think he's a okay with that. Yeah, I, I believe Mike I Trout okay probably wants that, yeah. to win more games too. I think Mike Trout, you know, I think what doesn't sit well with Mike Trout is the winning, not what yeah. people say about him not being marketable enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I think, and I think that when he signed that contract, I think he was like, Hey, I'm happy to be here. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, I think my, one of my jokes I've been making was like, I bet you when he's like 30, which now we're, we're uh, approaching that time. He's going to be like, all right, look, like I'm so grateful where I am, but like, what the heck, man? Like we're yeah. not competing at all. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see. We'll see that. Look, he is, I'm not saying it's likely the guy starts being like, vocally upset or anything like that he's never struck me by that but let's just not all be act super surprised if an athlete after years of losing stupid phone uh after years of losing uh decides hey look this is ridiculous but you but that's the thing tatis i think they're trying to baseball should be jumping on this espn cover stories whatever i know i'm the padres guy hyping up my guy but there you should i think they know i think they know that we need to do because and i talk about it and God dang it. I knew that I was going to end up doing this eventually, but the three O incident, right? There was something about how that became a national sports story that I think resonated and was different. Bryce Harper, who we just talked about, he has the Hunter Strickland incident, right? He gets thrown <laughs> yeah. at for a stupid reason, but there's still a subsector of people that don't necessarily like Bryce Harper. The approval rating for Tatis at this point and at that point, certainly was hundred percent. Maybe you could argue that he hasn't been in the league long enough for people to, to start being like, oh, I actually don't like this guy, but he's new. He's exciting. The approval rating's at 100%. So there weren't any naysayers of his, really. So when that happens, everybody's like, you got to be kidding me. Everyone likes this guy. Mm-hmm. And we're complaining because he hit a home run here. I think that that's what okay, so I have a quick question about this. the conversation. Uh, like, I have yeah, a question for this. Go for it. We're just who going is, all over the place. I love it. Who is <laughs> saying that? Oh, so I, yeah, I mean, this is good. It's good. It's off season. Right? Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. Who was saying that, that they didn't like it? But besides, obviously, the, the besides, obviously, um, I forget his name, the, the Rangers manager. Um, so you're talking about the, the Tatis. Right. I thought you meant and th- yeah, and um, this is not so this this is this is something to me that I was I was I've always been curious about because that that kind of catapulted him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it felt incredibly manufactured to me. Because mm-hmm. everywhere I turned and everywhere I looked, I was like, is anybody saying that this was this was like bad? Yeah. Like if you if you've ever been in the baseball game, you know, I, mm-hmm. I was I'll never forget. I was at a baseball game in this in the seventh grade and we lost to our rival school, St. Chris, and we lost 30 to two. And oh, yeah, man. and we, we ended up winning. We, we yeah, I'm not kidding. Oh, God, that and, sucks. and at the end of the game. We were never like they should have called off the dogs. We were like, mm-hmm. why didn't you know? We had a couple good players that didn't pitch that game. Why did we lose ten? We're like, yeah. Why the hell were none of the guys from pitching in the game? Like, what, we're like, yeah. what you know? What the hell is going on here? This was this was garbage. Mm-hmm. And so that's the issue I have is like nobody who's like this guy just is nobody I ever talked to is like this guy. What an asshole! What a clown! <laughs> I mean, this guy's just as crazy. Nobody did that. And so right. when there was this huge rush, people who were like. Oh, these people out here, they're saying they're saying you can't hit a 3-0 fastball. I'm like, who's saying this besides the Rays manager who, who's trying to defend his pitcher? I mean, I, I think I, I believe the Rays manager did not believe what he was saying. I think he was just doing it to defend his team. But who was out <laughs> here was like, this is this is bad. So that's a good point. But I think that one of the reasons is because we're so used to people reacting that way. And it's I think what it is is it's because it's the new age is starting to take over, the new, you know, new personalities, but like OG people you know, ESPN people, whatever, maybe they, they knew better to not speak out on this one where like, right. they're probably those are, Hey, my, my guy, I love him. Tony Kornheiser. He, he was against the, the Tatis thing. He said, I thought it was this. One. I'm like, no, I love him so much. He says he's the so, first person I ever see. That's the first person I heard being against it. And like, but maybe it, some people on, on the, those shows where it's one versus one, take the other opinion just to do it. But I, I didn't I, see a whole lot of, 
I think part of the reason why you didn't see it as much is because no one in their right mind, unless there are some, you know, other reasons you might like, not like Tatis, no one in their right mind <laughs> yeah. was hating on him. Like I said, I really think the approval rating is hundred percent Harper. It wasn't. There are some people who can't well, stand that how comes much from a lot of his. Uh, you know, like I think the acrimony for Harper comes from just like the clown question, bro, and then yeah. sometimes not hustling balls out down the line. And look, that I, I remember like one time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, well, he he had remember, a couple balls. So he got a ball. He a couple more than a few times where Bryce Harper. I know. Commitment to the, to the to the money the basis was questioned. Really, really quickly, do you remember the? Oh my gosh, I forgot about this. When they handed out, it was like some uh, first 10,000 people in the ballpark thing. And it said Bryce Harper, all hustle or something like that. Yes. And it was for the game he got suspended for. Yes. For so I was like, Yes, what? I remember hearing the story about this. That was and an incredible That's why it's, I, I, I remember, but here's the thing is so I know I, I live in Richmond, Virginia, and we the Richmond Flying Squirrels. And I remember when Bryce oh, Harper was yeah. on the Harrisburg mm-hmm. Senators, when he came here, people were rooting against him already. Like there was already kind of this, you know, uh, kind of sect of people who are like, who is this dude who thinks he's too cool for school and, you know, all this kind of stuff, which was, which was odd, but, you know, he's kind of, it gets back to, I mean, I'll ask you a final question here because we, we got to go. This is it's going yeah. far too long, <laughs> We've been but, forever. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, um, you know, do you think they get the deal done or do you think he, do you think he, I think he actually does what you say and goes, look, what if I just, you know, if I'm his agent, I'm like bank a hundred million right now. Mm-hmm. And when you're 20, that's even be shorter term. You know, we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and the, the Padres, like if he goes to them and says, I want a hundred million dollars and you can give me, you know, three, four years, three years, four years, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. He's still a free agent when he's 26. Yeah. And I mean, you want to talk about being able to capitalize. That is your prime. That is where you can go ahead. And, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to leave, you can. And so uh, I think all parties could win there. I think that's like you, you mentioned that that much the more, that's the more likely scenario, but what do you think happens? Um, it all depends on what kind of guy he is. You know what I mean? And we've seen some stars, they wait, they hold it out. They wait for that free age thing. And then boom, they get their big money. Or sometimes they don't, mm-hmm. which is why you sometimes try and just take the money. Now um, it depends. Cause it's like, you look at Nolan Arenado back when he was going to become a free agent, he got the 275, which is still a lot of money, by the way, yeah. which is hilarious that we're talking about this, but it's still sports is what we do. Um, where he, he takes the 275. If he waited to become a free agent, could he have gotten like what Mookie Betts got? Sure, but it's something tells me he was like, you know what, I'm happy here. Let mm-hmm. me get paid. You never know what happens, right? It depends on what Tatis is. It depends how he thinks. Super competitive guy, super just electric guy. He's he's super, he's the type of guy to bet on himself, at least in my opinion. I don't know the guy personally. So if I were to take it from that point, I would think he's going to be the guy to be like, yeah, I'll sign six years, 250 or whatever, whatever it is. I don't know how the, the money is going to work out. And then when I'm 28, 29, then you guys, I'll absolutely listen to offers from you, especially if we start winning here. Um, then we, we really just, then he gets the 400, you know, $89 million contract, right? What I think might play into this, which it depends, probably just a smart guy. I wonder if part of this, part of making all of these moves was showing Tatis and that I don't think it's a coincidence that the contract extension talks have started to percolate and come up again ever since they did all these trades and all these moves. Showing him, yes, we're legit. We're not the old San Diego Padres. We're not some, you know, D-rank 
a sports organization that gets like one guy that gets paid ten million dollars a year, like the Rays. We're not we're not gonna right. have that type of budget. We're going for it now. And credit to ownership for the Padres. We don't give credit to any ownership, but by all accounts, they've been more receptive to being like, okay, let's like make the Padres a thing, and we've got the guy to do it right. So I actually think that it might be likely when it happens. I have no idea. But when it does happen, it's going to be a fiesta. Uh, I do think it is a little bit more likely he goes for the short term deal for a lot of money. And if I were him, I'd try to do that, too. Uh, But also, it's not my money. If he wants to take the guarantee, if he doesn't want maybe he's one of those guys who's like, I don't want to think about it. Like I maybe just the ease of mind of not having to worry about contracts at all. Uh, for 11 years, like that's a long time, would be soothing and it would be really stress relieving. You know what I mean? Maybe he might not care, but I don't know. It depends on what his agent does, but I think it's not a coincidence that Preller made all these moves and the contract talks are beginning. I think part of this was Tatis wanted to be proven that this team isn't just a breakout for now. They're also in the future going to invest and trying to win a World Series. All right. Javier Reyes of the Locked On Padres podcast. Uh, where can people find you and your work? All right. You can find me. Or first, let's do the show. You can find the Twitter account for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres. You can tweet at me, do whatever you want. I love interacting with everybody on there, uh, putting out some memes every now and then, too. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever. Just type it in Padres, You'll find it. Uh, and for my personal account, you can follow me at Javapeno, which is spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. I don't tweet about too much baseball out there, honestly. I do. I do. I've been begging for AJ Preller to kill me lately, uh, which has been <laughs> which has been a riot. Everybody's been enjoying that. I'm probably gonna have to do that again if they sign Tatis. Um, it's just just a bad bad. This is an absolute bad bad. And I tweet about a bunch of other things too. Uh, I write about baseball sometimes. You can just follow me on there, and you'll find all the stuff. And uh, you know, I hope you guys will do that. Uh, Josh, this has been this has been really fun. I'm glad it's you a pleasure. It's a pleasure, Javi. It's a pleasure. We got plenty of content out of this one. Yo, uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, thank you, man. Thank you for uh, giving us some time today. No problem, dude. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you guys keep it locked into the Locked On Nationals feed. Tomorrow coming up, uh, my conversation with Amy Rothenberger about the uh, the the Capitals. She is the host of the Locked On Caps, uh, Caps podcast. She and I are going to talk a little bit of NHL to get you guys ready because the Capitals season starts tomorrow. You guys know I like to do those crossovers with the other DC teams, so make sure you guys check that one out. And until tomorrow, stay safe.